0: Welcome to Parenting Isn't Easy. I'm Daryl and this is my wife, Margaret. And this is a fun thing we like to do as a resource to other parents from our own parenting experiences and our lives as a children's pastor and a speech pathologist. We are going to talk to some different topics and have some fun along the way. Why are you looking at yourself like that?
1: Why don't you just record that instead of reading it every week? And then you can (laughs) edit it in and it not sound like, hello,
0: we are. You're like way too loud when you do that. Like people just grab their headphones and went, ah! I'm sorry. So what's the um so today we're talking about something uh, where I feel guilty about hanging about being not getting that done but no we're talking about mom guilt is what we're talking about what? today never that mind It doesn't even
1: make sense Dan. I
0: know it doesn't I realized it about halfway through the comment that I didn't know what was going on <laughs> Did you
1: almost do a spit take?
0: I know I did not That would um, have been awesome This is um actually and I forgot to say this is episode number 8 <laughs> And we're talking about... We totally just went wheels off for the first two minutes or minute of this thing. Um, the we're, we're talking about mom guilt and it's episode number eight. Are you good now? I'm good. Go for I, it. What do you got?
1: So I looked up what mom guilt is on the internet's... It says, Mom, guilt is the feeling of guilt, doubt, anxiousness, or uncertainty experienced by mothers when they worry they're failing or falling short of expectations in some way. For many moms, particularly new, working, or single moms, the variables that contribute to this phenomenon are numerous and intense. So we're going to talk about like setting up some work-life balance.
0: Work-life balance? Yeah, work-life balance. So you balance. should read the book Boundaries, and you start there, right? Sure, <laughs> like, I haven't read that book, so I don't know.
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just about trying to get everything balanced so that you're not overly doing one thing versus the other.
0: Well, let's say, hey, before we get, what are the you're being the mom and the on the podcast today? Um, is there? And you're a full-time, you work a full-time job.
1: I do work a full-time job.
0: And so even when our kids were little, they were in daycare. Yeah. They were, and you know, on Sundays, I remember when our, when Scout was little and we went to church with my mom and dad and you and my mom would be like, I just want to hold her in service. And we had to look at my mom and say, no, you cannot hold her. She's got to go to the nursery. We're the kids pastors. We need to make sure and watch our kid. What was keeping? What was the thing that was keeping you from experiencing the mom guilt?
1: Yeah, I don't know that I really ever felt guilty. I knew we had to pay the bills, <laughs> and that was an important thing because providing for your family and making sure that your kids have what they need so that they can be successful is important. And also, I also have the opportunity to work in a school district so that I'm off during the summers. And so I get that extra time during the summers and over Thanksgiving and over Christmas breaks and spring break, I get the extra time to be able to spend with my kids. And that is one of the reasons that I went into working as a speech pathologist in the field of education instead of working at a hospital or working somewhere that
0: I'd have to work. So I mean, I think it's all day, every day. I think it's something that as you're making your decision on, hey, this is what our career is going to be, or hey, we're planning a family. That is, those are things that you want to think of. Because we even talked. We we're like, I remember, I remember with Scout. Whenever you had her, you were always before that even like, oh, I don't even think I would want to stay home. I don't think I'd want to. No. I want to work. And then when you had Scout, you did have the thoughts of, oh, it would actually be really cool to stay home with my baby. Um,
1: yeah, but not for long. And then well because I knew
0: <laughs> Sorry, Scout. tub, go to uh, no, <laughs> work.
1: <laughs> I love you, Scotty. Um no, but it wasn't that I felt bad about leaving her or taking her someplace. I also know that we only have our children for a certain amount of time, like we talked about last week with dating your spouse that we've got them for 18 years, and we need to set them up to be independent. And that starts with developing them when they're little to be able to be successful as they grow.
0: That's backfired on us big times, This just trying to keep her, to talk her into staying home for college. I know,
1: right? We're like, Scout, you're going to go to college. <laughs> and now that it's here, we're like, hey, why don't you do community college? And she's like, Psh. I'm going away. Y'all wanted me to go away. Y'all told me it, <laughs> once I graduate, I'm out. So, um, but we do. We have to think about also, though, when it comes to mom guilt, we have to think about taking care of us first. And if the guilt is so intense, it's not good for your kids. It's not good for you. It's going to decrease your health. It's going to increase the anxiety in your kids. It's going to increase behavior stuff in your kids because they pick up on that. They pick up on when you are not where you need to be. And if you're stressing them out and you're stressed out, then they're stressed out, and it's just a whole big cycle.
0: Well, I think it's also easy. It it sets you up to being manipulated by your kids, too, a whole lot easier.
1: Oh, yeah. This one article in Psychology Today says, Children, number two, children like to contribute to your feelings of guilt. They will point out how other moms are better and try to make you feel bad about your (laughs) rules. I mean...
0: you're like, suck it, kid. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Um, So you've got to—another thing that there's—they had ten considerations to keep mother guilt in check. Guilt is not a powerful or joyful place to parent from. It's not about always worrying—solid parenting isn't about worrying whether you're doing the right thing. It's just deciding what you're going to do and staying with it. Get those boundaries put in place, like we've talked about before. Boundaries and be consistent and follow through. It's all works together. It all
0: comes back in, yeah.
1: Um. So yeah, you've got to, and you've got to remember that your child's going to face tough times and challenges, no matter what. You can't be the best mom. Nobody's perfect.
0: You're the best mom, babe.
1: Thanks, babe. But I'm not perfect.
0: Sometimes you think you are. Uh,
1: I don't ever think that. I joke that I'm perfect, but I know that I'm not a perfect mom. I'm not a perfect wife. I'm not a perfect person. No one is perfect. Um, Jesus. Okay. Jesus is perfect. Um, And so really, you've just got to, and you know, you see a lot of that whole comparison come in and I think I've said this before that comparison is the thief of joy and you're like where'd that even come from and I'm like it's there um, but yeah so we have got we've got all this social media that you're looking at the perfect Pinterest Christmas and the perfect Pinterest birthday party for your kids and if you're working and you don't have time to do that then you have those pangs of guilt especially when you take your kid to another kid's birthday party and they're like oh my gosh look at these personalized handbags that everyone gets to take home for their party favors. Why are you rolling your eyes?
0: Exactly.
1: Um. So, yeah, I mean, there's, it, it's not good all around. Um. And in fact, I pulled up a little bit of research that talked about um, how much, like looking at quantity time versus quality time, like how much time you spend with your kids versus the quality of time that you spend with your kids. Now, granted, if you're just, counting uh, quantity time while you're sitting in front of the TV and you're not talking to each other then yeah that doesn't count as time spent together yeah Um, you have to have some interactions but there was a um, a sociologist Melissa Milkey she published a study in 2015 that um, the amount of time children ages three to eleven spent with their parents had no measurable impact on their emotional well-being behavior or academic success
0: The amount of time they spent <laughs> with their parents had
1: no measurable impact on their emotional well-being behavior or academic se- success now when adolescence started yes it had the less time that they spent with mom is in- connected to um, more delinquent behavior. So,
0: what age does adolescent start? Twelve. Twelve. Okay. So, what about dad? look at dad. Oh well, dad. Do it, they always say dad is best, and they want you. But and dad's mom. the best. No, but like <laughs> on those situations like that, you want dad. Yes. No. Dad's they do. always the one they want to hang out with. Or whatever. this yeah.
1: this specific study just looked at moms. Oh, it says parents. It says parents. Okay. So that the amount of time children ages 3 to 11 spent with parents had no measurable impact on their emotional well-being. But...
0: I am going to say that some crazy feminist thing.
1: In the, but <laughs> in adolescence, spending more time with mom is connected to lower levels of delinquent behavior. Okay. Um, so
0: when your kid gets into junior high... Older elementary, you probably need to figure out t- some quality time to go spend with your kids.
1: Right. And um, one of the things that um, this other study, it was done in 2007, and it was led by Tamar Creamer Sadlik. Yeah. He was a professor of, anth- or is a professor of anthropology at UCLA. And he said that quality time really is nothing special. It's not that... You need to have these big grandiose days spent working, uh, di- planned out with this whole big day of oh, I've got to spend quality time with my kids. So first, we're going to go to the we're going to go get breakfast together, and then we're going to go to the zoo and we're going to look at all of the animals, and then we're going to do this, and then we're going to do this, and then we're going to do this. It's really quality time. But is, I like doing
0: those days. I'm not
1: saying that those are bad. I'm saying that quality time can also just be a conversation in the car. A quality time with you and Cooper is throwing the ball in the backyard. It is. It is. So it's not something special. It's not—I mean, it is special to you because it develops—it becomes quality time. But really, throughout the day, if you sit down and have dinner with your kids, if you talk to them while you're in the car, if you talk to them while you're at the grocery store and don't let them just look at their iPad— which is one of my big pet peeves as a speech pathologist and a mother. Talk to your kids in the grocery store. Sheesh. Um, There's
0: so much language in the grocery store. There is.
1: It's (laughs) everywhere. Talk about everything. And then as they get older, I don't have to pry information out of Cooper. I pick him up from after school. He sits in the car. I say, how was your day? And he says, Mom, I did this, 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 and this. We sit down at the dinner table. Scout, how was your day? Oh my gosh, Mom, this happened. Da 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 da. Because we set up that foundation.
0: In the earlier, as they're growing up, yeah. And the earlier you have those conversations, the easier they are to have when you're young, when they're. And it's just one of those. It's that goes back to that book. Talk now, talk later. You talk now, you talk later. You talk all the time about as many different topics as you can. I mean, that's truly the one of the things. But if you're running into situations where you feel bad, where you just literally, how do you? Did the, did you see anything in your research where you're where you're like, okay, I feel like a, I feel like a jerk all the time because I just I, I see all this other stuff. How do I, as a parent, um, work through that? Asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> do
1: you feel like a jerk? Um, we just have to remember that. Yes, our kids are a priority, but there are going to be times that you need to put yourself first. Or sometimes you have to put your career first. If you can't pay the bills, then your kids are not going to be safe and secure. And it's your job as a parent to make sure that they're safe and secure. Um, And then set realistic expectations was one of the things that... um, You have to do – you have to set up those realistic expectations of, okay, I'm not the perfect parent. I'm not – there's going to be times that I mess up and I may have to tell my kid that I'm sorry that we can't do that. Or, yes, we have to do that. Um, One of the other things was lean into your support system. Kids have um, benefit from having a variety of positive influences in their life. It's not just – it, it can't just be you. You can't do it by yourself. the whole It takes a village to yeah. raise a kid.
0: You know I think the, thing, the only time that I really kind of felt this mom and dad guilt parent, parent, yeah. parent guilt was and it was after the fact um, was when we were walking in through um, when we were moved when we moved here and actually when we moved into our house that we live in now, And we were asking the kids and we said, Hey, so when we're in this house, how come y'all never asked anybody over? And our kids were like, we were embarrassed of our house. (laughs) And I was like, well, that's. What do you mean you're embarrassed of our house? And it was, you know, and it wasn't that the you know, it wasn't like our because our house was dirty, it was because of or it was because they were going as kids when they go to their friends' house and their friends had were well off financially. Their parents were well off financially and they had these big these big huge houses and it just kind of created this strange um dynamic for them to be able to sit there and say, "Hey, we just kind of live in a normal house." Right. <laughs> And so uh, for me, that kind of created some. Uh, yeah, I did. I'd had some. I had some parent guilt there.
1: Yeah, and some of the other things that it said to do um, is once again avoid distracted parenting. So make sure that the time that you can spend with your kids, make sure you're present and you're listening and you're engaging you with your child. I know you're present. You're looking straight at me.
0: I know. I was just trying to think of a joke to say. They didn't know that, I know. though.
1: I know. <laughs> um, and also, we kind of talked about, touched on this earlier. Instead of trying to make every minute special and memorable, make it about routine. Yeah. That, hey, these are, these are the things that we set up. Kids thrive on structure. They love to know what is expected of them. Um, don't abandon discipline. No matter what, don't abandon your discipline because if they see, that comes back to that whole manipulation of, well, if they see that I can, if I if I can just get five more minutes, mommy, can I get five more minutes? Well, then yeah. that five more minutes is going to change, turn into 10 more minutes and it's just going to keep growing. And we see
0: that as, the, on the pastor side, we see that all the time. Oh yeah, that's the one where we're like, oh come on, people! Um, yeah, don't let
1: it affect your discipline.
0: And just be, I mean, and not necessarily on the discipline, but like because people will come in and their kids will be like, well, I just want to sit with you, and then the parents instead of going and worshiping, you know. And for, as the children's pastor side of me, that if you have if your church has children's ministry and you're not sending them to kids church. Or you're not sending them to the kids' service, then you, they're missing out. And it's one of those things that if they say, "Hey, it's boring" or it's this, you they need to take that moment and te- That's an opportunity to teach your kids that, hey, this is a this is a chance for you can get whatever you put into it, you can get out of it. And so if you're gonna go in there and you're just gonna be a stump on the log, then and that's the that should be the conversation parents have instead of oh baby, it's okay. And yeah. I mean we don't have that problem generally. I think we for us we get it's for babies, but that's just literally because You've got kids that are that they think that they know everything. But, but the frustrating what? thing on our side is the fact that when you look at them in church, they're sitting there on iPads or they're sitting... And I don't mind if a kid's going into big big church and they're sitting there and they're listening and they're paying attention. Now, if you're a parent, you have to understand if you do that, then you're going with the a, idea that your kid's going to hear about some adult topic the pastor may be preaching about.
1: That's right. So, and... How much better is it for them to hear a lesson that's on their level? It is. Um, and the last thing really is just lighten up.
0: Lighten up? Yeah. <laughs> we have that problem in our house. We need to lighten up, babe.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: No, we don't. No, we don't.
1: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's life. It's you've, It's got to be enjoyable. You've got to look for the little things and get joy out of everything.
0: You know, and I think that that's, there's a lot of truth in that. Cause if you're, if you're in a situation where you experience mom guilt on a regular basis, it's, it's one of those things that's just going to drag you down on those moments. And you're, you can't just be let, let people do that. You can't let be the part. Don't be that parent. that's like, Hey, I'm going to be, I, I feel so depressed and or whatever but you be the parent be the parent that says hey we're gonna have a good time with while i have you yeah you've got 18 years with that with you with your son but and i think we've said this before we're parenting so we can be friends with our kids when they're adults yeah and we want to make sure sh- and you know what when they see you as a parent spending time with other adults when they get to be adults, they see, they're also going to then see, Hey, that's the kind of person I want to hang out with is who my parents are.
1: Right. I mean, and if you are to that point that you're just everything makes you feel guilty, then find a friend, find somebody that you can confide in, go to a pastor that you can say, Hey, I'm just really struggling with this. Can you help me pray? Can I just be an ear to listen? Um, and you know, seek that once again. That goes back to the whole. you don't be an eye on an island. Yeah, lean into your support. It's systems. amazing how a lot
0: of these things weave together, isn't it?
1: I know. Um,
0: but I, you know, and I think that's a lot of it. Just lighten up. You know, that so often we, you know, we've got to remember that we're we're all here for just a short period of time. So let so may, may, always be up for a good time. Don't think about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's I not. Know what's the other one those moments. You just made one of those faces that people need to see this on video. We may have to create a YouTube channel. If you think we need to create a YouTube channel, <laughs> post that in our social media or whatever. No. Hey, thank you. know, so yeah, those are some of our topics. Make sure, you know, I, I love, I love the fact that we're able to, um, come and just kind of share kind of what's on our hearts. And we, you know, as we had people that have kind of mentioned, Hey, this is something that, that really kind of sticks out to them that they want to hear about. Um, so just, hey, go on to, our, to the places where, we, where you're getting our podcast and leave a comment, leave us a review. Uh, we would love to see those. The great thing about Apple Podcasts is you can't see any of the reviews until you have enough. And so whatever it is, we don't have enough. So we would really appreciate some of those reviews on there. Uh, we want to th- thank all y'all for listening. We'll be back again next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. It's like in the no point in you get yourself stuck, then you end up tired. You get caught drops of water.